0: Big news in the war between AEW and WWE. WWE feeling the recent controversial and provocative tweets by Tony Khan were a little bit much. Plus, we have breaking news about a big debut on this week's SmackDown. What's going on, everybody? It's Kev Calm. I'm with you live. And I have to do the whole thing by myself, so it takes me a while to scroll up and take this thing off the screen then get this other thing on the screen. Give me a co-host already. Uh, yeah, there we are. So let's get right into it. So much to cover on today's show. Thank you for joining us live. I've been able to uh, go live a handful of times this week. It's been a very very crazy week. A lot of wrestling news to get into. A lot of content by, for you to consume. By the way, on our other channels over on YouTube, I did a great video. It's up right now. On uh, nearly thirty minutes long, the rise, the fall, and the redemption of Shawn Michaels. Very very proud of it. Please go check that out. That's on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel. We also just dropped a video about whether or not you can trust Kevin Owens. Uh, but we have breaking news uh, right before we went live here today uh, that we'll get to in just a little bit. Want to hear from you guys there. Uh, we'll talk about it in just a few minutes about the uh, big debut on tonight's SmackDown. We'll talk about that big name that's debuting. But let's get into the thing that everyone's been talking for the uh, the better part of the last week or so. And that is this story about WWE viewing the recent tweets From Tony Khan as a declaration of war. Uh, This coming from a recent episode of Wrestling Observer News Radio. uh, And uh, Dave Meltzer reporting the internal feeling in WWE is that it was a declaration of war. But considering, you know, they declared war back in 2019 when they went into business at this scale. And got on, you know, cable television, all these different things. And really started competing for talent. It is two big, well-funded operations going against each other. Uh, This follows up what happened on this week's uh, Tuesday Night War that we saw. You guys saw this a few days ago, where WWE won in the ratings, a show that they stacked with Undertaker making a teased surprise appearance, one that wasn't confirmed. John Cena in the corner of Carmelo Anthony beating Braun Breaker in a really great match where Braun Breaker had Paul Heyman in his corner, so they brought out a bunch of big names. Very good shows uh aew was stacked they had brian danielson on the card they had chris jericho on the card they had edge's debut match adam copeland got to get st- started used to saying that and so much more but i want to know what did you watch what show did you watch live did you watch one of them live did you watch one later i wonder if Streamyard, the uh, software you use, is giving me issues to see your comments live because i haven't seen it yet usually I have some people with me hit the like button if you're watching live let me know what you guys are with us uh, and go ahead and uh, join the conversation would love to hear from you guys all and let us know your feelings on it. Share the link or you stink, all that good stuff. So uh, the controversial tweets, though, follow up everything with uh, the ratings kind of coming out. And obviously, Tony Khan is on Twitter on X. And he's going to get a lot of flack from people on there, uh, as he always does. He's going to get trolled by Twitter trolls, and they don't police it enough. And uh, I guess he couldn't take that much longer. Uh, and he responded to some of these tweets in this really, really crazy way uh mac Davis saying i watched aew on my television then i watched nxt on my computer so uh which one did you like i want to know what show you enjoyed more which one won you as a fan it seemed like it was a good night for wrestling all around here um people saying duh wwe uh, we were ready for the wyatt six we'll see what happens there Ash B saying uh duh wwe and nxt so people already p- picking their sides here but these tweets were pretty out there uh from tony khan and the eyes of a lot of different people Uh, The specific one that went up that got things going was yesterday uh, when he tweeted, uh, I believe it was yesterday when he tweeted this week, two active long rating streaks for two great legends were ended with all due respect. Okay. That's that's okay. "Uh, With all due respect until this week's head to head AEW on TBS versus WWE on USA. He's naming them here. Neither John Cena nor The Undertaker had ever been on a WWE show with under 1 million total viewers under the 400K demo. Okay. It's worth noting the ratings came in. WWE NXT did around 907,000 viewers. It is over 300,000, over the 600,000, an estimated Nielsen overnight ratings that came out on uh, Wednesday after the Tuesday night collision. Now, uh, AEW obviously normally airs on Wednesday night. Uh, on TBS, uh, they had to move because of Major League Baseball playoffs. WWE NXT has been on Tuesday nights for well over a year. It's their night. Obviously, WWE NXT battled on Wednesdays against each other. And now this. Uh, and you know, WWE went in this. They stacked the card. and oh, they're desperate. They're desperate to win. They're desperate to win. Why are they desperate? It's their night. They want to compete. If you're going to go head to head with them, of course they're going to be that. I, I thought the word desperate was a wrong word to use. And if you say they're desperate, it's like, you can just get hypothetical then because it's really just you describing something if w if aew had these same type of names at their resources they would use those names to get ratings just like they built to this rating where they're on a different night so we're going to give you edges for this match they give you brian danielson on the card against Tor strickland they give you chris jericho on the card they advertise big names what's the difference okay more people were intrigued by one show and the i think the I would say the novelty of John Cena and NXT is really appealing to some people, even if he's just cutting promos and he got Undertaker too. Uh, so, uh, and this is a high rating for WWE NXT as, as it's going into a negotiation window for a new TV show, yeah, a new TV deal. So very interesting. See how this plays out. Uh, so this is interesting. Uh, more stuff kind of coming together here. And I want to know more of your takes on this. Uh, so Tony Khan, uh, then, puts out tweets that get a little bit more personal. He talks about how this is um, a personal thing for him. This is a personal issue for him and how this got personal for him. That was a big word I kept people using here. He referenced a very real situation uh, a year ago, that this was a year ago that his mother was in the Mayo Clinic, the renowned Mayo Clinic in Minnesota, I believe, uh, getting treatments. And this business became personal, he says. This weekend marks one year since the at Mayo Clinic saved my mom's life. During her ordeal, many AEW talent came to me alleging WWE tampering. That WWE was trying to get them. Inducing them to break their contracts. I'll never forget these calls at her side in the hospital. It's when business became personal for me. Not that I should be surprised, but the same WWE avatar accounts that spam me every day, no matter what I say or what it's about, now turning their wrath to mom recovering from a near-death experience is why I hate these people to the bottom of my heart with all of my soul. I would assume he's referencing the trolls there. Um, It just, you know, it's been described as a Twitter meltdown. It's been described as all these different things. Um, And obviously, WWE taking these tweets specifically the the one about undertaker and John Cena, is a declaration of war they're not too happy about that want to know your take on this was this too much did he did he go too far was he was he was he uh really out there was he doing too much with this whole thing i want to hear from you guys sound off in the comments let me get some of your let me get some of you guys up here on screen if i can here gotta do the whole thing by myself yeah here we go um um, in terms of people watching this week's AEW NXT thing, which has been the big talking point here. I know I have so much noise here on screen. Uh Jason says watched uh watched Edge on AEW versus Luchasaurus. A little rusty, but Edge, give some give one a spear. Christian has the TNT championship. Edge wants it. So he's looking forward to that. He's into that. Uh Go Ghosting, Tony doing too too much sometimes. Um I want to hear from you guys here on the on this whole thing here. People saying, uh. Oh, C- and just senior citizens that's a reach dude come on as, as an aging as we're all aging by the way did you know that we're all aging in real time uh here we go joe joe Asman says as long as both sides keep mentioning each other both companies are going to be laughing all the way to the pink it's a good point you know uh it's, it's worth noting you know tony khan obviously gets attention on these tweets and, and then announces matches and gets a lot of attention on his, most of his tweets are about announcing matches that are coming up on television shows with graphics and stuff like that. He's promoting stuff. So it's definitely trying to get attention off of this, you know, Francisco choosing his side saying WWE is trash. Um, Ricky Castillo saying WWE won the ratings. AEW won the wrestling like always. So people taking, picking, uh, picking sides. Uh, Mac Thomas, I asked him what show he likes. He, he says, I like eight. A- I like AEW. Paul saying he likes WWE. You can like whatever you like. Um, Graham Courtney saying toxic Tony losing it in real time. So I want to hear your take on this because there's a lot of different takes on it. I heard some people saying like they completely support this and they love it. Uh, a very popular video creator named Wang. I, I really like his content. Go check him out on YouTube. He makes really just fun pop culture, just weird stuff on the internet. He kind of digs into it. He was saying, got him, Tony. Like you got him. You really got him, Tony. And people like, what are like, what are you talking about? No, he didn't. And he was just like, no, I just want him to tweet more like this. I get there's some people that just like the noise of it. They like the noise that it's going to create. and You know, you want people to compete for you. Um, Daryl saying, Tony K never heard of the saying, don't poke the bear. Well, the bear was already poked years ago. The bear was poked when you got talent that is synonymous with WWE to come over there. Like Chris Jericho, you got people to uh, Turned down an, a WWE deal for an AEW deal and vice versa. And, and the bear has been poked. The bear has been poked. Long time ago. Uh, but this one's a little bit too much. And there was talk, you know, before uh, the Tuesday night head-to-head battle, which WWE won in the ratings. They won by a definitive margin of over a quarter million viewers. And they won the demo, by the way. A lot of people just saying NXT is too, uh, the TV audiences there are too old. It's not the case this week. And that's been changing for a while. That hasn't just been like just this one week. They're also both. Uh, they both did very well up against Major League Baseball. And uh, I believe NHL got going that night too. I know the Blackhawks in Detroit started a game that night. Uh, but, you know, people are talking about these Tony tweets. Stacy saying he's doing too much. One has nothing to do with the other. Uh, yeah, but he's getting attention. I guess it's all about attention. Uh, other people are chiming in here. Jesse Hyde, faithful supporter. Tony Khan is turning into a crazy madman. I hope New Japan forms a partnership with WWE alongside Stardom, so Kyrie Sane can bring in J- Jesse. You're always texting me about Kyrie Sane. I always see your. I know that you're thinking. Uh, supposedly she's with WWE. We haven't seen anything, but there's a lot of people who've been signed to WWE contracts for months now. Like Carlito was under a deal for months, but just didn't appear until they had the right thing they wanted for him. Uh, by the way, uh, we do have a name uh, that is expecting uh, to make a big debut on SmackDown. Uh, I'll have that coming up here in just a second. I'll talk about that. Um, want to hear from this. People say, no wonder why CM Punk left. Well, there is a CM Punk tie into this. Obviously CM Punk no longer with AEW. There was some talk this week that WWE turned down a deal with him. Did they turn it down recently? Did they turn it down in 2022 when he was not coming back to AEW, but then he did. And then, you know, now he's a free agent, all these different things, but house of wrestling, which has been able to report a lot of different things from the CM Punk camp, uh, says this is part of the reason why he's probably not there anymore. His tweets and stuff like this. Stuart Mitchell says, "Just shut the fuck up and enjoy wrestling, people." Jesus, <laughs> I want to full screen this. I can I, I wish. I wish there was a way for me to full screen what this is right here. Uh, thank you, man. I say enjoy wrestling at the end of every show. Then the, there's been some people uh, in the wrestling media sphere uh guys i respect uh alfred kenwa i'll I'll bring up alfred he writes for forbes uh just pro some bits and and, uh he said some pretty you know provocative stuff uh and i don't mean that in a bad way i'm not deriding him but he doesn't like the enjoy wrestling guys no i want you to be be biased and be petty that's what i wanted to be don't tell me not to be he's made some interesting things not disagree. i I don't agree with him but i'm saying hey man you get to have your take it's okay by the way we're just we disagree about wrestling stuff, okay? We're not the people fighting with the money and the ratings and this whole thing, too. Uh, Robert saying, uh, Robert uh, Robert says, Tony did go too far with that tweet. If Tony wants a war, he's going to get a war. WWE Army members present. <laughs> if he's not down with that, we got two wars for you. Oh, dude, are we getting the DX tank? I bet. No, AEW already tried to do something like that. They tried to do that with Sammy Guevara, like trying to do a tank thing outside of a show. This is like two or three years ago. Um, I believe there's a chance I, I heard this reported, but it. it looked confusing uh, that collision may air on a Friday, uh, November 17th. I don't have the information in front of me. I wish I did. I'm sorry if I'm ill prepared here, but I just want to be sure of that. Um, I'll get to your question. I saw a question here about raw. I'll, I'll cover that, but I want to cover more of these different things here. Um it's a long one here from Julian How- Holland. I-, I won't put it up on the screen because it's too long to fit on the screen, but I'll read it. Uh, the last war Vince McMahon took on a billionaire who owned the network. Uh, he lost the biggest stars and Hogan, Macho Man, Nash, and he won and bought his competition. WWE needed a competitor to better their product. They got lazy. That, 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 I don't know if they got lazy, but they definitely the competition, I think, drives something out of WWE and AEW. I just wish Tony Khan would just worry about his product and stop mentioning WWE and tweeting about WWE. That's what Bischoff started to do. Always mention WWF, and it would backfired. This is a new war, and the only fan the the only ones who benefit are the fans. That's absolutely correct. The, the true the true winners are you and me. Look at that giant paragraph. It's huge. Thank you, Julian, for writing that long thing. I appreciate it. Here, um, love hearing from you guys. Want to hear more of your takes? Um, <laughs> people, a more people bringing up Eric Bischoff when he used to do this too. Um, people saying the Friday night SmackDown premieres this week. Uh, yes, some news about that. Roman Reigns gonna be on the show for the first time in like what over a month or something like that. Um, Tamara, say, can someone tell Triple H that if he wants to stick it to Tony, advertise that WWE superstars will be at the Saints Jacksonville Jaguars game on Thursday and maybe he will get AEW to do the same ratings and exposure. Tamara, I did not know that they are doing uh, that. There's gonna be oh, are you saying send people into the game? Oh, that would be crazy, Tamara! What a what a what a shot, dude! If, if like there was just the NXT champion in like the front row of a of a Jacksonville Jaguars game, the Jacksonville Jaguars are owned by Tony Khan, so I mean, like if he did that, like that was just their way to like continue to antagonize Tony. That'd be nuts. That would be actually crazy. Um, I've heard about the Tony uh, the Randy Orton return, but at this point, I'll believe it when I see it. I've heard so much about this. People asking. Ready or unexpected for Survivor Series. No confirmation on it. I know there's reports about it. Fightful put it with it. But at this point, we had him returning at SummerSlam. We had him returning at every big pay per view. Uh, We had him, you know, there's some people saying he was going to show up at NXT because he was training at the Performance Center. I haven't heard anything about him being cleared. At this point, it's a wait and see it for me. I'm going to go a little bit longer, guys, because uh, we haven't done much of a live this week. And I'll get some of your questions in here as well. So if you have questions, I'll be prepared uh, to, uh, prepare to uh, take them off here. Uh, Big name is expected to debut on WWE SmackDown. This is coming from PWA Insider, former NWA World Champion who has been a WWE producer for some months now and has been kind of in a tryout phase, but not being utilized as a talent. Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis, the national treasure, who was a big part of the NWA, Billy Corgan's NWA, and was the NWA World Champion that took on Cody Rhodes at the show that really got AEW going, but never really signed with AEW himself, all in. Nick Aldis was a huge part of all of that. Probably one of the biggest non-WWE names to never be on WWE television in the last 10 years is Nick Aldis. And he's married to Mickey James, uh, somebody who's had a lot of history in WWE. Uh, so... um very interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, and he is expected to have a GM role over SmackDown. Adam Pearce, uh, don't know what his role will be, if it will be reduced at all. Uh, but you'll see him kind of being the guy, the matchmaker, the guy who solves situations and sets up matches and different stuff like that. Uh, I would love to see Nick Aldis wrestle. I don't think he's uh, too old in that regard, but this is a way to uh, have him, you know, or, or too injured or anything like that. But he, he carries himself very well. He speaks very fluently. I've been interviewed, uh, Nick. He's very much a very, very charming guy who knows how to deliver dialogue with conviction and hold your attention. Uh, He's a guy who's been in the entertainment business a long, long time. He started on a show called Gladiators, which is like the the UK version of American Gladiators, and then made his way into TNA Impact. He's definitely like an impact all-time guy in terms of their all-time greats. Uh, So, I mean, him being on television is, is, I think, for diehard fans, it'll mean something. Maybe for the casuals to be something they have to learn if they're just watching WWE. And there's fans that just watch WWE. That's okay. That's why SmackDown is the most watched show in pro wrestling right now. It's going to be on Fox. That is expected tonight. How he's going to be introduced, I don't know. Uh, Also on tonight's SmackDown, this week's SmackDown, depending on when you're watching it, Uh, We're going to see what the trade equivalent was. Now, Jey Uso got traded from SmackDown to Raw. Uh, Jey Uso and Cody Rhodes expected on SmackDown tonight, even though they're Raw guys because they won the undisputed tag team titles. Raw, SmackDown titles, let's jump between shows. Uh, So that's expected. We're going to see who that trade is. That'll be interesting. Um, But uh, back to the Tony Khan tweets. WWE considering a declaration of war, what is their response? Do they make a response? Do they need to respond? I don't think they do. I don't think you're going to see Triple H tweeting about AEW anytime soon. Uh, but I do think they'll do different things. Uh, I think you're, if we do have this uh, possibility, I believe for November 17th, uh, that we could have AEW Collision and Rampage on at the same time as SmackDown, uh, that is going to be interesting. That show will get stacked. Uh, that'll be a very, very interesting thing that plays out here. Uh, and I'll see how this gets even more intense. And that'll be right before Survivor Series. Uh, but I think WWE is going to focus on what WWE does. AEW on their television, they will. Uh, but you'll see guys who will go off the handle and do what they want and try and get attention. And AEW is still a challenger brand. They still need to get people's attention. So I understand there's a balance with it. Uh, Brandon Howell, back on this AEW, WWE thing. He says, I'm thankful for AEW and WWE. I miss WWE, WWF, and WCW days. More chances for wrestlers to make it and more wrestling, period yeah there's a lot of wrestling on right now a lot of wrestling on right now randy angle watch out watch out old school been with me for years thank you randy um i want to hear from you guys about this uh back to the main topic we opened up with want to get more of your questions if you guys have questions go ahead and fire them off fire off questions i'll get i'll get a couple answered while we're rolling here i love doing it fire off questions and i'll get them answered here all right here we go jump it in jason when is roman going to defend the championship He's coming back tonight, Jason. I think we're going to get a real a clear idea on this week's SmackDown. What is the future of Roman Reigns as WWE champion? He has not defended that title in quite some time. You know, if they want to go to the old school, got to defend it every 30 days, brother. We're going to get more. I mean, they could go back to that, but it's it's, it's the whole thing's at work. He could work around it, right? Uh, clearly, they did it with Brock Lesnar years ago. Uh, back on the Tony thing, Graham Connery. Tony Khan is acting like a child that uh, that's never been told no. And has always been given what he wants. He lost and is now throwing a temper tantrum. And it's doing AEW not good. No good. Well, uh, you know, other things we've heard from people in the wrestling industry uh, and people I've spoken to as well uh, is, and this was already reported uh, well after I heard about it, but I mean, I I was some people I'd spoke to today. um, Is there was, there there was a sentiment in, in AEW of, um, that that's not something you need to do. <laughs> the, the, the Tony tweets, and this is people in AEW. Now, obviously, WWE people were not happy about it. They kind of took offense to it. Um, but people in AEW were like, uh, "It's kind of unnecessary." Yeah, you know, was was the way it was described uh, unnecessary, and it would in you know, there's better ways to get attention basically. But got attention, you know, got a lot of lot of retweets, a lot of people in that conversation, a lot of engagement. But is it did you get good engagement? Does that convert into viewership? Uh, so let me know what you guys think here. Um, Charlotte Russell. Yes. Watch out. Watch out. Charlotte Russell. Thank you so much, Charlotte. Uh, Orton returning. I hope, uh, as a heel, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, you don't get to close up that whole storyline with him and, uh, Matt Riddle. His riddles out of WWE right now. Uh, Randy Orton, if he gets cleared, you know, he had a back, a lower back fusion surgery. Now a lot of guys come back to wrestling after that. Uh, a lot of guys get those lower back fusion surgeries and they kind of call it a career at some point or relatively soon after that. Um, so we'll see what happens if he gets cleared, he's cleared. I, I, I know some people saying he's going to be a part of survivor series, Fightful selects reporting it. And I'm not denying the reports at all, but, uh, you know, from the people I've spoken to, I'm still in the sense of I'll wait and see. And a lot of people are just kind of, you know, quiet about it. Jim Thorne, do you think uh, we will ever see Nick Aldis wrestle in WWE? I would hope so. You know, I mean, the the guy looks like a wrestler. You look at the guy. He looks like He-Man come to life. Got huge shoulders, massive chest, also a big guy who can move. He's not a big guy who can't move. Uh, He has a build uh, that uh, is a very broad-chested guy. I mean, uh, and has a lot of power and strength, has a great flying elbow, uh, can really work with people, can really, really talk and carry himself in a very, very different way. Uh, and uh, also, I, I don't think WWE's an international company. You have a guy who's an English talent. Uh, he's very very much assimilated with the American style, has been for more than 10 years. Um, but, you know, can he work within the WWE system? Does he know how to frame the camera? He's never been on camera for WWE. Uh, he's been working for them for a couple months now as a producer. So we'll see what happens. Um, Here we go. James King. Do you know if Biggie is ever going to return to WWE? No, I do not. Uh, and the last I heard about that was he was waiting to see how his neck healed. He's working out. He still has maintained his muscle size. It looks positive. it looks good. Um, but he said if he's done, he's okay with it. I know his uh, his project, his animated project about uh, very influential African American heroes uh our heroes rock the pilot version of that that was crowdfunded that is going to have a premiere relatively soon i wish i had that information in front of me and i'll follow up with you guys on that um but i'm rooting for him i would love to see him return to wrestling you know i'd love to see he's done some ambassador stuff i know he appeared at last year not this year's summer slam but last year's summer slam he was there uh seeing the new talent that was trying out and he looked healthy you know he was not wearing a neck brace when i saw him uh, that was over a year ago but you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see how you know breaking your neck. is a pretty serious thing. Uh, and he had a very, very serious neck injury. Uh, Michael saying, do you think Gunther versus Brock is a premium live, uh, premium live event worthy? And who wins? Oh man, I, I don't know. I can tell you who wins. Um, Brock could take a loss. Uh, and uh, Gunther hasn't lost that intercontinental title. I think he's lost tag matches, but he's never been pinned. I don't know the last time he's been pinned. Um, but him versus Brock is a real attraction Two larger than life guys. I've heard the rumor of it. Brock has gone on the records. I didn't hear Brock go on the record with it, but Gunther has. And we asked him about it uh, around the superchar spectacle. We had our team out there in India and they were asking me, and he said, oh, yeah, it would be a solid match. He didn't deny it. He didn't blow it off. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's interesting. Uh, the Brock versus Gunther would be an otherworldly match. Gunther is having these big matches. He doesn't wrestle on television a whole lot, uh, but he, de- he when he defends that Intercontinental title, it feels like a big deal when he does it, right? How much bigger is that title because of him and the length of his reign, now record-breaking. He's now the longest reigning Intercontinental champion of all time. You can only do that with time and development and its built-up anticipation. So him taking on Brock would be really interesting and really appealing. Uh, I-, I think there'd be a very much a premium live event-worthy match. Two titans. You know, that's King Kong versus Godzilla type stuff there. And uh, you you can do that, but you got to live up to the hype. You know, they did Lashley versus Lesnar. And I don't think it lived up to the hype. I went and saw it. It was fun, but it was more of an angle to get to another Roman match. And it it felt like it took away from the attraction of it uh, To if you were just pulling off an angle. Uh, John saying, excuse me, <clears throat> punk returns uh, ever. You got to retype that. Or at Rumble 2024? Well, I heard some people say, you know, if Punk was to return, that Royal Rumble uh, would be the ideal thing. But, you know, WWE sources have said, no, there's no Punk right now. We don't want people getting their expectations up. And, you know, Wrestling Observer is saying that WWE turned down a deal. Fightful Select saying that WWE turned down a deal. Uh, I don't know if that's a no forever. Maybe that's just a no right now. Uh, I know for sure they definitely didn't want people getting the impression that because, you know, Chicago, CM Punk, that he's going to show up at Survivor Series. Uh, so that's worth noting. Um, Ozzy saying is Rhea Ripley going to get stripped of her title? I don't think so. Rhea Ripley's so popular. So immensely popular right now. Uh, we have some new video reels up on our Instagram with her as well. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, people saying, thank you for answering my question. Happy to do it, man. You've got new questions. Go ahead and shoot it in there. Jeremiah is Nick Aldis, a GM. Yeah. He's going to be an authority figure. He's going to be a WWE official. That's the word we're getting from PWA insider. Want to get to more of your questions here. Uh, Charlotte, do you know the status of Sheamus's contract? I don't know the status of it. I know it's up within um a period of 2024. It could be up relatively soon, but there's rollover time on those deals due to injuries. Uh and he's dealing with an injury. Yeah. You know? and he hasn't really been active since he did that retirement match with uh Edge. So we'll see what happens there. Uh lo- I'd love to hear more of your questions. I'm gonna try and get to as many of them as I can. Um, Michael, do you see Braun Breaker as a Paul Heyman guy? Well, he was this week. He was a Paul Heyman guy this week, and it certainly gave him the rub, and it gave NXT the ratings rub, and all those big names like Heyman and Cena and, and Undertaker and all these big names being on the show. They, they got something special, and he got the rub from it. He, the people say, hey, got he got jobbed out by the Undertaker. He lost to Carmelo Anthony, and he, he got chokeslammed uh, by the Undertaker. And, no. You have to main event a television show. And you got to play a villainous role, and you got choked chokeslammed by a legend. You got to have an angle with a legend, a certified legend in The Undertaker, and you have a great match with Carmelo Anthony, and have seen at ringside and all those different things. And work in, he worked an angle earlier in the night with Cena, too. Got to punch John Cena. Braun Baker's, whether or not he's a Paul Heyman guy, he's winning. You, people think you have to win a match to win in wrestling. It's not exactly the case. Um, Benjamin, uh, bringing this up, I, I, I thought someone would bring this up. He goes, uh, "How will Raw do in the rating if they move to Tuesday?" I heard about this. Uh, Ari Emanuel speaking at a conference, a business conference this week uh, about TV rights and different things. UFC is also under the TKO banner with WWE now and Endeavor. Um, but he said, "You know, we're open to moving Raw. We could put we could put it on a different night. We're open to it." And I think that's more for them to kind of spark conversation. He said they were talking to more than one people. They did uh, sign a deal to get SmackDown over to NBC Universal USA Network. on, Believe it, on Fridays, that could change out. It's, uh They'll do that in October of 2024. It's still on network television now on Fox. $1.4 billion deal. Puff your chest out. Flex your money, brother. Um, but yeah, he's kind of alluding to that. Uh, if it went to Tuesdays, uh, you'd have to move NXT, uh, and you know, I <laughs> we're gonna get back into the ratings head to head stuff. If I'm AEW, I really don't want them moving at the Wednesdays because then you got to move and you got to move fairly quickly or move before they move. Uh, if I'm AEW, I don't want to be head to head with Monday at Raw, I really, really don't. Uh, and uh, you're gonna have fans kind of choosing. I'm not saying the slice of the pie is that big, it'll be it's been good for us and you go head to head before, but. You know, NXT, it it didn't get canceled, but it moved to a different night. And that was a smarter decision for them in the long run. And we've seen that. And they've grown their audience. And and the 2.0 thing has kind of worn off. And Shawn Michaels kind of found a path. And they're developing some real stars. And they have a good mixture of people in between from Raw and SmackDown, which I think is smart. And they kind of have a seamless transition between the brands. Um, Steve Sirs saying, See, and plank might have non, non compete. If it, it might be the reason WWE and punk are not talking right now. N- I don't know about that. We, we don't know enough about that. That's speculation, but I understand what you're saying. I'm not dismissing what you're saying, but I just don't know. He could, or he couldn't, you know, um, Annie Loreno saying, uh, Annie Gomez, AEW start shit. Then they lose. And they'd be like, can't we all just get along? Ha, sorry i wanted to do maniacal after uh lynn here's a question how long will cena be in wwe will he express this at the premium live event post-show press conference for Fastlane? uh and talked about that he's been open about it the sag after strike the screen actors guild strike that is still going on right now and actually could be going on even longer talks on that broke down between the, the major studio heads and the union that repre- represents those actors. John Cena's in that union. So he was in the middle of producing a project, uh, filming a project, and then found this window, and basically he's with WWE until he can you know, go back to acting. Uh, and there's been this rumor of a potential John Cena-Roman Reigns match at Crown Jewel in November. Uh, and they're alluding to some things between Cena and the Bloodline camp, and we're going to get Roman Reigns tonight on SmackDown and John Cena is a SmackDown guy for a little while. I think maybe that's the direction we're going in. How long he'll be around? Maybe into November, I would say if not, maybe he's on that survivor series team. So we'll see. We'll see what happens here. Uh, What's your uh, people making fun of my co-host over on on the channel? Rick Ucino going to be on Smack Talk. Dutch Mantel, I believe they have a live show later on tonight after SmackDown. Uh, People think SmackDown will be good tonight. I agree with you. I think it'll be an eventful show um kitty saying i love aw with all my heart if it's war i'm tony khan's troop trooping for tk uh michael what's your thought on wwe wanting to do uncle howdy cameo to honor bray is it a good idea heard about this uh there was a reported idea of a wyatt six elements of course bray wyatt sadly passing away early this year um And a very, very sad, sad situation. They were going to do something with the Wyatt six, like faction. And uncle Howdy was like another character within that realm of stuff. And uncle Howdy was portrayed by Bo Dallas, who is Bray Wyatt's brother, uh, a guy who, also grew up in wrestling and wrestled for WWE for years, left the company, came back, but he's never been reintroduced as Bo Dallas on television again. Smart fans know, all right, uh, that he was the, portraying the Bo Dallas. Uh, Bo Dallas was portraying the Uncle Howdy masked character with the weird goatee and such. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, could you do it without Bray? You could. You can do The Fiend without Bray, uh, but I don't know how fans would respond to it. it it's certainly a testy idea, but I feel uh, that... It Because so much of what Bray is mysticism and supernatural elements that you could do those things and do it fairly respectfully uh, as a cameo or something like that. They've done some uh, wild things. They did holograms with, you know, Bray at one point. They had him distorting his voice and being Sister Abigail at a match or something. And it, there was some stuff that was just out there, you know. Steve saying, I want William Regal to announce war games. I agree with you. That'd be fun. Uh, People asking when is Kyrie saying going to come back to WWE? She's already been signed with it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, she's in that same Carlito category. Uh, We're signed and, you know, they're waiting for them. Something to do with them. Is Bo Dallas still with WWE? I believe he is. I believe he is still with WWE. Last I heard. Uh, Any big surprises tonight on SmackDown? Yeah. You're getting Nick Aldis. It appears like that. You're going to get him introduced as an authority figure. Um, People saying, uh, Michael, do you see a championship in LA Knight in his future? Which title? Uh, maybe the United States Championship, one of the mid-card titles, I think would be the way to go with him. Uh, and LA Knight would be a hell of a guy to be Gunther, but Gunther's very much on the raw side of things recently. So we'll see how this plays out. Thank you guys so much for watching. I wanted to go longer today because I didn't do enough lives, but I really wanted to hear this here. Marshall Kempen is Vince. Who's this Vince? Who's Vince? Out of creative? What is creative? I know what you're talking about here. Vince McMahon, uh, is he really out of WWE creative? That was reported this week. Uh, that Triple H is the guy that the new owners, Endeavor and R.E. Emanuel. Uh, that oversee TKO, the group company that WWE is in, they really look at Triple H as the guy with creative, that he has 99% point control. Uh, but Vince is still going to be involved. He's still an executive uh, a chairman for WWE, and he is still someone who's going to have influence on what happens with WWE from time to time. But for the most part, this is Triple H's WWE right now, and it has been, by the way. There's been some changes and different stuff here and there, but it's been his WWE for a while. Um, off tense about the whole thing here if WWE raw were to move to wednesday nights is a fair statement to say that aew would go out of business if they continue to move the way they are going now with tk wow okay okay off oh i think i'm saying your name correctly i hope so uh a lot to devour in there yeah i brought up the possibility of, of WWE moving raw to a different night um it depends um I don't think AEW is going to go out of business. I think they would change their nights. They would pivot. They have a lot of money. They have a lot of resources. Uh, they seem to have a TV partner in Warner Brothers Discovery, which is their main business partner for the most part. They're still the most of the revenue. Uh, that would want to have a successful show. I don't think Warner Brothers would want to have a show that goes head-to-head with uh, a show that's been on the television dial as a brand with WWE. That is the brand in wrestling. and They're a challenger brand to that. Uh, I don't think they want to go head-to-head. I think the, once you found out that raw was moving to your night, you would want, if you knew about it before it was announced, you would want to get ahead of it and change your night as soon as you possibly could and market it within two or three weeks and figure everything out. And that would change the whole way you tour and the buildings you have booked for months. So, I mean, there's a lot of different ramifications of this year. How you book talent would completely change them too. Um, if they went up head to head with raw, uh, it would be a long fight for both companies. Uh, would Raw still be three hours on a different night? I don't know. Uh, would, would fans be upset if Raw wasn't three hours anymore? I don't know. There's a lot more questions that this raises than it does. I just, I can tell you, I don't think AEW would go out of business. They're not going out of business now. Uh, I thought, you know, the viewership they got this week, moving Dynamite to a, a different night is pretty good. You move to a different night uh, when you've been on Wednesdays for the most part for four years or whatever. And don't think they're going out of business anytime. As long as they still have this deal with Warner Brothers, I think they're going to be all right. Uh, but in terms of Raw moving to a different line, I also think the thing that if you're AEW that you like is if Raw doesn't go to a cable network, if they go to an Amazon Prime, if they go to like a Netflix or a Hulu or something like that, where the show is streaming live on those, and that's the only place you get it, or they go to Peacock. I don't think that's going to happen. NBC, would keep them on. NBC Universal. and uh, You get episodes of Raw on Peacock, like a month afterwards hulu i believe you get episodes of, of raw the next day uh so i mean if they went to one of those that would be a big deal um but if they did that they went to a streamer uh, the issue with that where it's completely over the top is you wouldn't be fighting for cable tv ratings and then aw technically uh would just be competing with other television shows on the cable rating you know offerings and you wouldn't be able to compare those numbers and then but people would still try to compare those numbers if they could right uh but if it went to a streaming app that would change a lot of things it would change a lot of things for wwe and you wouldn't have commercials you wouldn't have all these different things here people saying i'll bring it to this night that night uh people say how about jade's first opponent, jade cargo she's in wwe how about her i don't know who her first opponent would be i think they're going to premiere her soon they had her on raw they had her on smackdown they had her on xt uh, and really did the big rollout and made her feel like a big, giant star. I know people want to see that Jade versus Bianca match. I think you're going to see that match. That was the first one when she signed, and a lot of people said that. Um, I'm of the thought Jade's going to premiere soon. I think you'll see her in the ring, Paul probably before Survivor Series or at Survivor Series. Maybe that Friday night right before Survivor Series would be the night to do it, like that SmackDown weekend, uh, that Friday night in uh, Chicago. Uh, I got I to gotta get on top of that. That's coming down here. Thank you guys so much for watching. I went nearly 40 minutes. Uh, hopefully, I don't get in trouble for doing it. Did you like it? Hit the like button. Hit the like button, all of you. One, two, three, like. All right, here we go. One, two, three, like. Do it again. All right, share the link or you stink. Uh, tag your buddies in the... In the, in the comments below uh if you enjoyed this uh, watching it on demand thank you so much i want to hear from you too just because you aren't with us live does mean i want to answer your questions you can follow me on the twitter machine at kev kellum you can follow me on the instagram at kev kellum six all right and also follow sports keyed on all the different apps we're on the snappy chat we're on the instagram we're on the podcast you can get us in your podcast and yours as well all right go ahead and subscribe on any of the different apps we're on spotify we're on apple all that good stuff you get audio this Vince Russo, bro, our exclusive interview recently with Rob Van Dam, all that good stuff. Remember, when watching wrestling, please do the most important thing. Enjoy wrestling. Bye.